It's also like cheesy. Like, how do you jump into this? You're like, what's up, everybody? Like, <laughs> That's for you to figure out. None of our favorite. Now come back and make me a little intro. I got to tell you, my favorite, my favorite podcast is Nerdist, and they start just like this. They're just talking. They're like, how do we start? How do we start every single podcast? Well, we're recording. Let them go. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess there's nothing to it but to do it, right? Yeah. Let's just start with Red Dead since I'm the only one that looked at it. No, I feel like other people looked at it. Okay. Okay. Well, let, you know what? You're right. Let's 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 jump into it. So there's a lot of great games coming out for 2018. We all we can all agree on that. A lot of solid choices happening. A uh, couple notable ones for us, and I'm going to kind of go through this list. Red Dead Redemption 2, obviously. Far Cry 5, uh, Metal Gear Survive. I know that one's more my thing. Maybe not for you guys. I'm Jack Ford. God of War, A Way Out, Spider Man, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, UFC Three. Again, another one for me. <laughs> Last of Us 2, even though I really, really expect that to get pushed to 2019. Uh, Death Stranding, which is a huge Hideo, huge Hideo Kojima game coming out. I can't wait for that. Looks amazing. Uh, but before we get tuned to all of them, let's jump in. So let's sit down with all of us here. Tell me what game you're excited for for 2018 and why. Brian, you mentioned talking about Red Dead Redemption. So like, why are you excited for Red Dead Redemption 2? Dude, I've been waiting eight years for this game. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous though it's like true rock star fashion right because every grand theft auto releases every like 10 years something like that but um so like i said eight years ago you have red dead redemption and it freaking changed video games the way where you rock star attacked games you know you got the west old west open world concept you know they had a little bit of grand theft auto uh doing that open world but this was totally different um i felt like there was more you could explore more you could do even than um the older grand theft auto games uh with this one um it's more of a prequel um you're playing as arthur morgan who's a a member of the Duchess gang um from the previous uh two titles um they're supposed to have seven total playable characters so i'm i'm assuming that uh since it's uh the beginning of the game you're gonna have john marston in there and and a couple of members of the gang um it's gonna take uh, little bits and pieces of the red dead redemption map and then add some new places to it as well Um, a lot of you guys have played mafia 3 so you're gonna have new bordeaux um the pre-1906 new bordeaux is gonna be in there which is gonna be pretty cool they're trying to tie in some of their other titles with it Hey Brian, yeah. It, it, has there been any? Has there been any announcements of as like the seven characters? Do you play those simultaneously or one at a time? Like Grand Theft Auto, you can switch between the three characters. Is that something we would see in Red Dead too? There's just right now, basically everything aside from the storyline and setting, we don't know a lot about. It's a lot of speculation. So I'm assuming oh, it'll be a lot okay. like GTA Five, where you know when you're Michael and you complete a certain. Uh, task and then you switch over to Franklin I imagine it'll be something similar to that but you know in Grand Theft Auto you have the cell phone like what's it going to be for Red Dead like I, I, I don't know I don't know uh, That's carrier I pigeon asking. I was like, how yeah. Pony Express maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sends a, sends a mail or a letter yeah. <laughs> smokes, smoke signals it, does it That's take it. two weeks to switch character <laughs> two, two in game weeks yeah so 20, 20 minutes but what you know they're supposed to add multiplayer in this one you know because that's something they missed 
and kind of missed the mark on with Red Dead Redemption was the the multiplayer aspect. Um, they're supposed to have full uh, multiplayer GTA Five style, so I'm sure you can expect some chromed out horses and uh, oh yeah, you know, twelve right. year old high noon shootouts. Um, but I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about it. So are they going to have like races, horse races in the sky, like how they have in the current GTA? Oh, five? you know, I can't, ex- you know, you're going to find Pegasus and Sasquatch oh, and all that. I can't wait. That does I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to lie. If there's not at least one reference to Mad Dog McCree in a shootout in that style, I don't even think it's worth it. <laughs> have a crack at that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> now, for all uh, those people out there who know what Mad Dog McCree is, yeah, for that, that, comment. <laughs> that really random... Man, that's recent. That's deep. <laughs> One off. Did you guys, did anyone else? I know I played it. I know Corey played it. Did anybody else play Red Dead Revolver when it came out? I did not. I, I still have I it. Oh, man. That was such a great game. It like, and, you know, Brian, I remember when, go ahead. Brian, you need to mail that to Brandon. Yeah, yeah I'll, have to, I'll get it. you. I'll get you a copy of it. Yeah. It's, it's freaking awesome. I remember being in like, <laughs> junior high playing that game and thinking, Oh man, this is amazing. But back then, even when you rode your horse, it was super linear. So there's nothing else to it. It was just like, it was still amazing. However, it is kind of weird. I think I, it's been years since I played it, but I think that a lot of the mechanics of the game are still very similar. I remember you had like the slow-mo pistol shot where you like move the mouse cursor and highlight the guys. (laughs) Yeah. And so very much like fallout style, Right. Yeah. Where you could like eat a sandwich before somebody attacks you so your health goes back up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sit down and have a picnic. I'm going to have 47 (laughs) potatoes. Right. (laughs) Yeah, man. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, Tanner, what about you? What game are you excited for? uh, Well, I was going to touch on on Red Dead Redemption real quick, anyways. The load screen, as far as whenever you're changing on the map, the only, it just takes forever. That's the only thing that that I didn't like about the game, actually. The first one? Yeah, the first one, Red Dead Redemption. So I was wondering uh, if they're going to, like, I don't know, speed that up as far as that goes, or... You know, that might have been an issue with, like, the 360 and the PS3. I'm assuming that, you know, the load time on the PS4 and the Xbox One and anything else that it comes out on, I'm sure will be faster, but I, you know, I can't, no, I mean, as far as, I mean, as far as speed for the PS3, I, I mean the, the actual, whenever you go to the map, you remember when you went to the map and you were changing locations or whatever, and you saw the horses like feet change or whatever, you know, go to a different location. I think I mean, it's, been, about? it's been a solid minute. I know, you have to that's, excuse that's, me, but it's been a solid about eight years. Eight years. <laughs> I think. I so think that the big thing is though. That. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember that part. Okay. They're I'm gonna be able to take advantage of the next consoles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm sure they'll have those bugs fi- fixed and worked out. Because I mean, uh, I I have to agree with you to an extent in the fact that I'm not a fan of right. games that take a while to load. <laughs> That I 100% agree with that fact. That is, that's audacious. How dare right. they? How dare they? Right. I, just, I guess eight years should be long enough yeah. for them to fix it, right? God. And they've pushed it back. So uh, yeah, originally so. it was supposed to be a Christmas release for this year or this last year. And now it's a quarter two release for. I swear they better not have these long loading screens or Tanner just flat out ain't playing it. I'm not doing it. We've established that. No, on, a, on a serious note, the game is awesome, though. I do, yeah. I do love that game a lot. 
get on that free and, download weekend. And freaking Dutch is, he's an insane person. So I can't imagine that the storyline will not, because it's supposed to take place around that heist that went wrong. You know, the whole original thing was they left John for dead and that's why he went for revenge. Yeah. And so, I mean, with as crazy as that character is um, and being able to, to be on the inside of that, it's going to be great. Now, I have a semi-confession. I've never beaten the first Red Dead. I no. played it. I played the crap out of it. But I just, I never beat it. I, I know. I, hours don't worry. Don't worry. I know the ending. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, no, I, it's like, yeah, Bruce Willis is dead. I get it. Okay. Like, Spoiler alert. I, I, I know the later. ending. Yeah, but I, I never beat that one. I liked it, but. Uh, well, they got it remastered now for PS4, so you better get I know, it. I need to get on that. So, Tanner, aside from Red Dead, what, what game are you excited about? Far Cry 5, dude. It's going to be awesome. Definitely, uh, obviously, completely different than Primal, but dude, it's it's based in Montana. It's a doomsday setting. It's badass. Uh, it's 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 about your your main dude is a Joseph. Well, as far as you go, you you set your own character up through the game, but Joseph Seed is and the Heralds are the guys that are basically running this, and they call it uh, the Project of Eden. Right. And it's basically aftermath or whatever. They're clean. They clean it up. And this dude thinks he talks directly to God. And so. Wait, wait. Brian is the leader of the cult. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Brian. Right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's it's a cult, you know, and then you just what it does is the community basically gets tired of it and they stack up against it, you know, and you go. You can basically go. What I like about this too is that you like you constantly like your your death constantly builds itself back up, and like you can go balls to the wall, and you know, and I love it, man. Like I know, I know, but the, I mean, like I I truly think this is going to be like number one game of the year. Number one game of the year. Oh, no, number, number two one game of the year. Definitely not number two. <laughs> There's only a number t- one number two. <laughs> So wait a second, you you think this game could compete with like Overwatch? Oh yeah, like, I don't know, man. Zelda's got level. game of the year without a doubt on the Switch. Yeah, I see. I hadn't played it, man. I I was on the uh, I was on an airplane the other day and saw two dudes playing Mario Kart on the Switch, and I was like, man, this is the only moment I want one. Like I've never wanted one until I was sitting on an airplane <laughs> watching these scrubs who don't know how to use a red shell. I was like, you gotta, you gotta let that go, man. You can't hold on to that forever. It's last lap, son. It's nut up or shut up time. So, <laughs> hey, hey, Tanner, is this an open world? I mean, I'm kind of. It is an open. It is an open world, which is pretty sweet. Like you can, if you if you don't really want to walk, if you don't want to go with the the storyline, you can actually go off and go fish, go hunt, practice mm-hmm. shooting. I mean, it has a lot of things that you can actually do on the side, but still keeps you close to the game. You know, the story mode. So, it's. A sweet open world. Yeah. Did you play Far Cry Four? Yes. What about who else here played that? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Brandon, you said you played it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still play it. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? I, yeah, I played it. Go ahead, Corey. What were you gonna say? I have not played any of them, but I do enjoy the fact that you did, like all the different vehicles. Oh, sh- shut up. Surprise. <laughs> Corey hadn't played something. Mm-hmm. Brandon, what'd you think of Far Cry 4? Um, I thought it was all right. I didn't play too much of the game. 
Um, honestly, I spent more time just running around killing animals, crafting wallets. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Did you say crafting mullets? That's what mullets. Wallets. Crafting leather wallets. Wallets? That's yeah. worse than mullets. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was a big drawback of the Far Cry 4 was the you gotta have crafting a times. Yeah. Yeah, it did take a while. But I, you know, I, one thing I love about Far Cry 4, do you know you can beat that game in 10 minutes? Really? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how. No one look it up. Tune Don't in next up. time. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next time to figure that shit out. Who you is the villain? You don't need to know. Oh, it's one of the greatest villains in gaming history. What was that guy's name? Tyler, you played it recently, right? Oh, man, I, I have, but I've played a lot of other games since. Starts I, with I not remember. I didn't I finish the game. Was it Boz? I don't know. I, I remember he had a sweet haircut, though, and his he was fresh. His clothes were always on point. <laughs> I mean, the he, old Google here. He was freaking ready at all times. Well, but, the cool thing about the new one is it's going to be kind of like, you know, you've got redneck Montana, so like Waco massacre meets right. freaking new age revolutions yeah it's kind of like what people thought was going to happen when trump won president (laughs) (laughs) absolutely anarchy the the graphics are ridiculous i loved it yeah i mean it looks it looks freaking great man but another uh, cool thing too is that you can like if you like rescue somebody you can hire them to work for you and then they'll they'll run around with you as you're doing your missions sounds like that sounds like you are paying them pagan men was the guy's name from far cry 4 by the way uh pagan far cry, so far cry uh, 3 is the one i was thinking of Voss was the boss. best yeah the, best the guy one. with like the mohawk on the yeah. beach i was gonna say i think that's and, a, there a co-op or is it just a single player it is a it is a single player actually on it yeah there's no it's multiplayer first on person no no oh, man i was like i did they didn't have i you know it's been a minute but I don't think they had multiplayer for Far Cry 4, but I could be wrong. No, I don't remember having... F- I, I mean, I don't know what it would be like, but... Why do you remember that? They uh, had I, they had a um, <laughs> mode where you could do the bases with friends. I think, I think I, that makes sense. I don't ever play those type of games. Um, usually, multiplayer. Um, right. But it, is, so it does. I'm mostly, you know, like a first-person shooter, that type of game. If I'm playing multiplayer or Rocket League, something right. along those lines. No, what I couldn't find out though that it looked awesome, and the colors on the guns are sweet. <laughs> but I don't know if you can change skins on the color or the the guns at all. But I was tra- I was trying to find information on that. But if you, I mean, like. There's a huge variety is what I saw with the trailers that I watched. Like as far as weapons go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I doubt it. I, you know, I remember in the previous Far Cry games, again, it, it's been a while, but I, I don't believe that you jumped in and changed up skins and things like that. I could be wrong, but go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I was going to say also that as far as vehicles go and planes go, I mean, you can basically get any into anything that has wheels and anything that has a motor in it. And you can drive it. That's what I'm talking they have about. The, they have the skydiving thing again as far as the sky suit. Right. Which that was that was a huge thing in Far Cry 4 is jumping. Right. Like you climb up a mountain and yeah. you're like, I'm just going to coast over to the other side of the entire island. So exactly. that was awesome. 
So to answer we, your question, they are going to have a co-op multiplayer for. Oh, they are the new far. Yes. Is it? Is it a um, full story yeah, so mode? The, the yeah. campaign is playable entirely in co-op. Yep. Um, nice. That'll that be cool. Yeah. So, speaking of co-op, I know I've already talked to Corey, and I I really want to jump into his game here because he thinks it's going to be a r- resounding success. <laughs> I, I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that at all. You okay. didn't use the word resounding. That's not as vocabulary. Well yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. I said it could be. It could, could be. be. <laughs> That's the key there. Could be. No, you know, I'm really excited for a way out. And there's a ton of other games that we kind of all looked at that I would have been I'm I'm far more excited for some of the other games, but a way out was the one that interests me most. And it was basically because of the the style of game, the the must be forced co op gameplay, um, only co op, only co op, only co op, no single player. Cannot play it any other way. Only co op. Is this the, the one that puts you with someone random as well? No, 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 no. no, no. If you play online. Oh yeah, I guess. Um, the directors and producers of the game want you to get back to on the couch gaming where the two guys are in the same room or guy, girl, girl, girl. <laughs> That's <sounds> terrible. <laughs> are on the couch. About gaming or we are talking about gaming. What? Yeah. Yeah. We are right. on. This is supposed to be a PG couch. podcast. <laughs> anyway. Um, the the interesting thing about it is it you play the entire game split screen. Now I don't know what that's going to be like or look like when you're playing online, because why would they do split screen? Uh, well, they do split screen so you can see what the other player's doing. Um, but it's going to be com- completely immersed. Where you know if one guy's in a cutscene, the other guy can wander in and out of the background, and you're escaping prison. And the, from what I can gather, the, the two two guys, the two characters you can choose from. They rob something. They end up getting locked up. They end up in prison. And then they formulate this plan to get out, to get revenge on the guy who got them in there. And there's there's so many different variations of this game that you can play, not only with how you play it with one person, but the different scenarios that you could play out with the same person. So for instance, if me and Caleb were to play it, one character is supposed to be more of an espionage. Let's do things slow and quiet. The other guy is going to be more brute force running and gunning. If me and Caleb were to play this, I'd probably be more brute force and Caleb be more espionage. Let's do it slow. Take, take our time. Those would be the characters we choose. Well, if we play the game together, it may be completely different from me and Brandon playing together. Maybe Brandon wants to do brute force and, and the, the different aspects of the game are just, it, it's pretty vast. Um, I say could be because this is something that I don't feel has been done. They, they want to have a game where you feel something at the end and you share that feeling with the person on the couch and or online. Um, For the people who played Indigo Prophecies, when you finish that game, there was this very heavy feeling that you had because of the game. And I think what they're really pushing is for you to have that shared bondness through this game. And so that's, that's one of the, biggest things that I'm looking forward to is to be able to share an experience with somebody. It's not like Call of Duty where you get shot and you throw your controller in and go crap. We all know that happens a million times a night. I don't, I don't enjoy sharing that experience with y'all. Um, another couple of things is the era is in the seventies. 
And there aren't a lot of video games that do this seventies, at least not that I'm aware of. And that that's that's like that arrow, you know, all the great horror films, all the great escape films. Um, you always hear the stories. Oh, there was like six people that broke free from a mental institution or whatever. It always happens in like the early six or late sixties, early seventies. So it's just one of those things that it's like, it makes sense. They do away with the technology aspects. Like, okay, y'all broke out of prison. Why don't y'all just call somebody on a cell phone? Then it's the seventies. You don't have cell phones. So I don't know. I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be really cool. I have but, a question. Yeah. Is it going to be where a majority of the story is you escaping from prison? And then is it going to be kind of like the heists in a GTA story where you like decide which way you're going to escape? Like, how's that going to lay out? no it's not i don't i don't think so i think it's more fluid than that like it's more fluid than that it's not so like okay we're gonna pick the route we want to do i i think it's more or less you kind of wandering around the room trying to figure out what the best way is with the materials that are in the room and then um what's your first question brian is it going to be a majority of the game escaping or is that oh. just a small section of it from from what i can tell and from what i saw from the maker he said that it was about a 60 40 mix 60 percent being the prison 40 percent being post prison and made up of the stuff just before prison um but they said that about three hours in you still weren't in the prison yet so there's about three hours worth of gameplay before you get to prison wow and like that seems like a lot um I don't I don't I'm I'm really interested to see what's post prison because they they sh- they show clips of him holding a baby one of the characters holding a baby they get into an argument it and, and you know it makes me wonder are they going to face off against each other at some point or Ooh, that would be good you know that's what I mean a, like at a, some point do you turn against your co-op player Damn. well that I don't know just the sound of not being able to beat the game in like 2 hours sounds great like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, had another cool thing when I was doing, you know, checking this game out. Um, you know, it's co-op only, but as long as one of you owns the game, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. Person only has to do the trial version, and they can play the entire game for free, <laughs> for free with you, yeah, just like if you were, yeah, you know, both together at the same house. Uh, which one of um, you suckers is buying the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see there's six of us so we only need three games that's right yeah so we'll rock paper scissors or you know well, or Corey's got stacks out. he's gonna buy all three <laughs> copies <laughs> dollar dollar bills y'all so we'll let me let me we'll set up a Venmo and we'll split the cost yeah let me tell you all this here's here's two things that I'm really excited about for this game one being able to share that experience you know mm. I just can't wait to sit down on that couch next to somebody and <laughs> Co- cozy up and just <laughs> escape some prison. You know, really experience. Hey, you know, I do like escape the co-op prison. No, I, I campaigns. Those, I those love pretty fun sometimes. I love the concept. Right. I love the couch co-op. I love the idea. Here's here's what. Here's the nightmare scenario I can already picture. I'm in the middle of a cutscene. It's deep. I'm trying to pay attention. And the jackhole that I'm teamed up with is spamming the crouch button and is sack tapping in the background. Like just doing, doing, doing. And I'm like, I'm trying to pay attention. And you're zooming in and out of this cutscene, just 
just dolphin humping. I don't need that. Like that's, that is what I imagine the online community being like. I don't imagine that I'm going to drop in. Now, obviously all of us, we're going to play with each other. That's great. I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about playing it with Tyler and him going just balls to the wall and killing everybody. I'm excited about playing that. I'm excited about playing with Tanner and spending 45 minutes of being indecisive. I'm excited about yes. playing with Brandon and beating it in three years. Uh, I mean, I'm excited <laughs> about a lot of these things. <laughs> but but that, is, that is one of the biggest downfalls. This is like, you know, we all obviously have different schedules. It's like if I start a game with Brandon, I'll never beat it. No. Right. Nothing Sorry, against you, Brandon. I'm yeah. just saying, like, it's our schedules are so different. So it's always yeah, tough. Nothing. But this also doesn't sound like a game I'm going to play with a random at all. Like, there's no, no, no way. Sure. No, yeah, I definitely want to sit down on the couch with, yeah. with somebody, you know, I know, get nice and cozy. The so other I'm, big thing is, is I could never find out whether or not you could start multiple co-op games and have them running at the same time. That would be interesting, be, too. I'd hope so. <laughs> From what I saw, and I could be totally wrong, but when this first started coming out was it was saying that whoever the main player one is that's the campaign that's in the control so like let's say you're playing with brandon leo then he drops out and i jumped in with you i would pick up where brandon left off which stinks because you miss out on a bunch of story but yeah i would start a new one each time i feel like yeah. The other well, thing, you would like, you would get so hung up on the first three hours of the game. I'd be like, man, I get it. We're going to jail. <laughs> in here, done this. That's true. Like no, that, that would be another thing is, can you hop in with somebody like at a certain chapter and beat the game in ten minutes? Be like, I'm done. I saw true the that. end. True that. You know, Trophies. They've got to. They've got to have some kind of like wall of system. Another thing that interested me though, is, is the, is the, the co-op setting with the split screen and the way that it's going to be done is where could this take us in the future? If, you know, I would be more interested in reality if there was a game that was all six of us and we all had to escape prison or in some fashion, some sense of we have to work together and either the game gets easier with the more people you have, or it gets harder with the more people you have. But I, I like, I feel like this is a jumping off point for something that could be really cool. And that's why I say it could be a great game. And I'm excited to see what they do with it and how it works out. The cinematic views from what I can tell look amazing. And it, it is not one of those where I was like, Oh, graphics on this are just amazing. But it was like, the way it's filmed much more like a movie than it is playing a video game. And so I think, I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good. I think it'll be a game to play. It'll be a game to play in 2018. Yeah. yeah. Cops and robbers mode would be nice. Yes. And graphic wise, it, it did look really good though. It kind of reminded yeah. me of uncharted. Yeah. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good point. But speaking of phenomenal games, Tyler has a game that I am, super amp for and we've kind of touched on it already we've kind of talked about it not here but previously so tyler what game are you excited for for 2018 i am excited for god of war well no uh, duh so is every other human on the face i mean who's not you know right it's been a while um god of war one two three ascension all those um like the last one came out five years ago um, been playing this game for what, uh, 10, 12 years, something like that since the first God of War came out. 
Um, you know, this one's going to be different than, than the rest of them. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be a little more less angry Kratos, apparently. You know, he's going to be a father now. He's got his kid with him through the whole story. Um, like teaching him. Um, not sure where the story mode goes yet. They haven't announced a whole lot on that. Um, only kind of hint that they gave us was his son Atreus asking at some point um, who the men were that came to his house. And, you know, Kratos had no answer for that, wasn't sure. And then, so I guess they set out on this journey um, to apparently 25 to 35 hours of gameplay. Right, so right. That we know it's going to be a long time before you figure it out. Uh, hey, let I me, mean, it's going to be cool though. I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. Not knowing exactly what the journey is about yet. Right. Let me ask you a question. And this is something I talked to Corey about earlier this week. Uh, and, and this might just be a me thing, but how do you feel about and it's been kind of a trend in some games. I'm not going to say a lot, but just in some. How do you feel about Kratos being old? Uh, you know, I haven't thought too much about it, really. Um, it's still a god or a demigod, demigod. you know. Um, so it's kind of. I think there's going to be so many things that are different about it. The the fighting, the gameplay, the game style, um, that it's going to allow him to be old like that and a little more wise instead of just this angry Kratos that's going crazy on all these gods and killing everybody, you know, with ease, with all these um, blades that he's slinging around and flying through the air and jumping everywhere. Um, you know, so it's going to be different as far as that goes. Um I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know what I'm looking right. forward to? The awkward sex mini game where he teaches his son how to, <laughs> <laughs> how to get it done. That's the truth. Now, actually, I, mean, I have a question. Um, now, with the new game that's coming out, um, there's been a lot of comparisons to, um, as far as him and his son, uh, to The Last of Us. And Thank having you. that same kind of aesthetic feel. Uh, do you feel or get the sense of that as well? Uh, yeah. Um, Better question. Did you play The Last of Us? Yeah, I did. I did, play, oh God, I did yeah. play The Last of Us. Just checking. Just checking. Great game. Yeah, he's yes. reading about it right now in his game. <laughs> yeah. Reading about game it right now. Yeah, he's got his <laughs> <a> power <laughs> open. I didn't really play it, but I'm watching it on YouTube right now, so I feel like I've played it. Fail. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I don't know. I think that remains to be seen, though, as far as if it's going to be that deep. And I mean, it's got 25 to 35 hours that it's going to, you know, develop that bond with him and his son going through, you know, this Norse world. They're not, you know, they're not on earth anymore. This is all in like a Norse mythology type place. Um, wait, wait, did you say Norse? Norse, like, like Norse gods. Yes. He's a Viking. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like a north-south mix. I, I really haven't yeah. watched much of it. I, I mean, like, I thought it was all Greek mythology, though. Why would he be in... Corey, we're talking about a video game? <laughs> well, if you played the first four, you would know that the, the Greek mythology side of it's done. Yeah, he's killed all I, the... No, I all dead. Everyone's dead. No. I, yeah. played, I played the last one. I just... 
So he's going through the Vikings now. Of course, done. Of course, uh, done. I'm done. I'm done on that. I forgot, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, there's gonna be no more slinging blades everywhere. Um, he's got a new weapon. It's an axe, and he's got a shield. And those are basically gonna be your not th- not that they're gonna be your only weapons, but those are gonna be your main two weapons. Well, do you think we're going to get to explore more of the human side of Kratos in this game? That's that's what it sounds like to me. Like um, the old man cane carrying side? Like, not quite that, but a wiser, um, <laughs> not as angry Kratos. Not somebody that just thinks, you know, um, he's just going to go kill everybody. And that's that. And everything that's happened to him is because of other beings, other gods or... Right. Yeah. You know, whatever it was. Um, like now he's looking more inwardly and seeing what he can change instead of just killing everybody and that not really changing anything. He's looking how he can change himself and to actually change things. So, so yeah. Does his son know who he is? A, a demigod who can't die, basically. <sighs> Exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of curious if he thinks he's just Who's your daddy. Or, you know, I haven't played the game yet. No, no, I, know. <laughs> I, know, I know you haven't. I just, I, I'm just, I'm just so curious. I'm excited about this game. Tyler's no, living mean, in 2020. Yeah, I'm ahead of the game, fellas. Um, yeah, no. I mean, it looks it looks to be more than just straight action. You know, it's going to be a lot more getting into your feels. Um, are you going to cry? with him and his son, you know, I mean, is there going to be a, a couch co-op where you can <laughs> no couch co-op experience it with each other? Will we have single a walker with only. tennis balls on it? <laughs> Will we have the walker with tennis balls on it? Listen, you know, okay, real quick. Corey keeps bringing up the walker thing. So we had a discussion about this. I, I get, this is a me thing. I, there's going to be plenty of people. So I, I get the theory behind it. So, what the way I'm processing it is that developers of this game are thinking or more maybe from a marketing standpoint, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that we grew up with Kratos, like all of us, and we are now entering that phase of life where we all have sons and daughters, which hooray, we all do. But except for me. Not yet. Right. Except for you. That some you of us of. do, some you of us do not. Right. Mixed crap. Some of us have estranged children out there that <laughs> may show up one day and be like, hey, dad, I didn't know you were a demigod. So teach me how to hunt. Right. But here's the problem I have is that, like, I, I get what they're doing, but like, why? I love Kratos. I love God of War. You know what I would like to see in 2018? A game of the year got a war game. You know what I'd like to see in 2020 or 2021 or 2022? Another game of the year got a war game. I am not asking the developer to kill Kratos off. I'm not asking the developer to make him old. Like, and I know that. And I know that they're maybe they're trying to jump in on the fact that we as gamers are now older, or maybe the developers themselves are like, I'm sick of Kratos. I'm sick of that voice. If I have to hear him talk like this any longer and I get all that, but I'm like, why? Like, why, why are they making him so old? I'll tell you why they're doing, doing it this way is it's that play off of the fact that they have to get out of that Greek mythology and go into the Norse mythology. Right. Well, if you look at a lot of North Norse mythology, it, it's, it's father and son dynamics and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense with him being a demigod if he's been gone all this time for him not to age at all right so you've got to you got to have that in there somehow i know but like and this is me i don't know 
the ins and outs of demigods. But if they would have said, hey, I'm a demigod, I don't get old, guess what? Would have totally believed it. Would have been like all on board. I'd have been like, yeah, that, yeah, I believe that because I'm, it's surely a they'll demigod. Explain <laughs> I mean, Honestly, surely they'll yeah, explain but, it in the game. But you, you see all the other gods and stuff like that. You know, a lot of them have beards, white hair, that type of stuff. You know, I mean, they're they're older, so at some point they do have to grow older. They're not all right. Twenty-five year old. Okay, demigods. I, I'm gods. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. But let's. Remember back to God of War 3 when you fought Zeus at the end. Here you are, Kratos, the god of war. You are just jacked, ripped out of your mind, and a killing machine. And Zeus in that game was old, but ripped. I mean, the dude was just ready to go. Now, obviously, Kratos was ripped in this game, but here's the problem I'm going to have is if in this game there's a moment, and there's going to be, there's going to be, mark my words, there's going to be a moment where Kratos gets knocked down or he gets like in this thing, he's going to have that that lethal weapon moment where he's like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> right? <laughs> when two games ago, or three, I can't remember, you had Zeus, the oldest Greek god, is just flexing on fools. Okay? He's just no problem. He's basically Hulk Hogan in his prime. And he's the oldest one of them. That's that's going to be my problem. Has Kratos at this point in this game lived longer than Zeus did in God of War three? Well, the thing is, the difference um, is, is the is that Zeus was fully god and Kratos okay. is half human. Okay, I stand corrected. Thank you, Brian. That <laughs> I I just played the yeah, but, pool. Yeah, but Hercules <laughs> did he? I don't know. But I will tell you this. Yeah, Kratos didn't Kratos fight Hercules in God of War three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Because he had that lion mask on. Yeah. And he was flexing on fools as well. Okay. Uh, either way, I will say this. Here's here's what I'll get at. Brian, very astute point. I will back that up. I stand corrected. I And also, I'm also on board. We talked about the Norse switch. That makes sense. If they're going to make it to where Kratos hooked up with a Norse human or a Norse goddess, which let's be honest, probably happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if that's where they're going with this to kind of transition his son into being the Norse demigod and having him be sort of like a tag along, like they did in the last of us with Joel and Ellie, I, I, I can get down with that as well. So you're all probably right. It's just for me, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, why? Like I thought it was like, okay, we get it. Logan came out. It was a great movie. So now they're just like, is that what we're going for? Is like, let's just make them all old. Let's just kill well, them all. Uh, apparently there's going to be, this is not the last game, the last God of War. So right, we're planning on doing more than uh, just this one. I would hope, but is Kratos going to be that main well, character? Well, they can't call it God of War if it's not Kratos, right? Because he's now the God of War. Well, I mean, technically if it's his son. I was going to say, unless it's his son. The son takes over, then he'll be. Is it going to be like a son of the mask kind of, of thing? They call it son of the God of War. God, I hope. Jamie Kennedy to voice the son of Kratos. There you go. Yeah, they can just keep working that same bloodline. That's right. <laughs> and let's be honest, that bloodline gets blood pumping. It gets around every one of those games. He he gets down. So I know he got some kids out there. It's easy for them to to tag along and be like, oh, you didn't know this, but Kratos has about 70 children. We'd be like, yeah, I totally buy that. Totally, totally, totally buy that. So God of War, obviously, is a great one. That 
I think I think every single one of us is excited about that. We'd be dumbfounded not to. Brandon, you had mentioned was it Skull and Bones? Yeah, Skull and Bones. So tell tell me about that. I, I I've done a little bit of research on Skull and Bones, and it does look cool. But so why is that your pick for 2018? Uh, this one's my pick. Um, I remember playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Make sure that correct this time. <laughs> I remember playing that game a couple years back, and I think we all honestly played that game at least a little bit. The only reason why I kept going back to that game was for the ship battles or the naval battles, however you want to call it. That to me was the best part of the entire game. Yeah, it's the mechanics are good, the storyline's always good with Assassin's Creed, but the ship battles were amazing with the dynamic weather system they put into the game and just the overall AI with uh, the shipmates. Uh, well, during, well, during the battle, uh, was always really neat. Actually, the same creator, um, Ubisoft is um, actually doing this game, um, specifically um, Ubisoft Singapore. Um, they're the same developer who did the ship battles for um, Black Flag. They're guessing this game is probably coming out in quarter three. Um, I'm hoping so. Uh, be a good, good, uh, good game to play during the summer. Um, it do will be in offline mode. Um, there's not too many details on the campaign at this point. Um, the first showing was at E3 last year, so hopefully at this year's E3 there'll be more information as far as like actual video gameplay more details on that um the online will be um as far as i know now um 5v5 uh at least that's what there was at the demo brandon does everybody get their own ship is that how it works yeah everyone gets their own ship it's Um, on frigate yeah so what i'm hoping for that is is if everyone does get their own ship, I hope that there's just random spawn points for everyone throughout the map. So we're not all spawning in the exact same spot. So it's like, you know, the Civil War where we all line up face-to-face and just start firing at each other. <laughs> so it'd be nice to kind of be in a location kind of by yourself and either have to group up or find other ships to attack and hopefully come to one friend's aid. So I'm hoping scenarios like that that play out. Um, one of the things I'm really excited about, um, they're going to have a dynamic weather system, which on the new PS4 uh, will look amazing, but they said there'll also be supernatural elements. So during a ship battle, for instance, like a kraken could appear and there'll be tentacles going throughout the water as you try and navigate that while also defending yourself against other ships. Uh, so just little elements like that, I think are going to be really amazing about this game. Yeah, I mean, I've, like I said, I've watched a few videos on it. I'm really interested on how the Kraken thing's going to work. Uh, I mean, is it like, is that like a boss battle? Is that like, you know, or is that only happening? Also, I guess my other question would be, is is there a single player aspect to it? Do you know if they announced that? Um, they have not announced that yet. Um, just like to harp on the supernatural thing again, they have very little detail on that, actually. Um, there's really not a whole lot they even said on it. So I'm not sure they're keeping mum for like, you know, a big reveal. Um, but so far, it's it sounds aesthetic. So I'm not sure what part, maybe maybe in the background as you're, as you're fighting, you, you kind of just see it and that kind of adds to the setting. Uh, I'm not sure it's something you directly interact with uh, while, you're, while you're actually playing the game. Do you he think me at tentacles? Oh, yeah. Mm, right? Do you think that possibly they have the Kraken set up as sort of a way to, so imagine you're playing multiplayer and you need a way for the ship to disappear without it being like, so I imagine that you're playing multiplayer 5v5 and it's like first one to 10 kills. Well, after 10 kills, it would basically look like a pirate ship graveyard out there. Do you think that after your ship gets destroyed that the Kraken comes and like takes you away? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I think maybe it could be used maybe as a distraction. 
Okay. Um, and say like your health gets low or certain team members die. Like say you have, it's like you said, 5v5 and say um, three ships go down, so there's two left. So when that happens, it automatically spawns a Kraken um, and that kind of acts as diversion um, to at least you can kind of regroup and get a new battle plan. Right. You, That's you interesting. Get, you get the conch to call the Kraken. It'd be cool as a power up. Yeah. Kraken yeah. power up. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like you have like the, um, the Zeppelins in Battlefield. Hey, so I'm going to speak out and say that I didn't play Black Flag and I was curious after watching surprise, a little surprise, surprise. Shut up. I, I did not play a game. That is Corey's life. Go ahead. I didn't play Black Flag either, which is uh, kind of why I'm looking forward to going bones because I, yeah. that time period and that Oh, stuff. I just um, can't wait to be playing online with y'all and scream out "Tally Ho, lads!" <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm most excited about. Shiver me timbers. Yeah, there is going to be a single player to it, though. Just. Um, well, I think the mind too. There's Ubisoft that's making the game, so there could be potential for delay. Um, so you uh, think with Ubisoft, <laughs> and you know the servers aren't going to work for the first two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody get used to the campaign real quick. No, right. what I was going to ask is, is in Black Flag, much like in Skull and Bones, is, is, are, are navigating the ships that hard? Like I see the meter for the wind down at the bottom, but like, I don't know how, I don't know how to sail. Like, no, the controls, the controls are really easy. Um, they did a really good job, even on Black Flag. Um, they're very easy. They're very, there's not a lot of controls involved at all. So, for example, you could probably hit L1 and bring down the sails or, you know, an R1 um, to, to rise them back up. Um, so just simple controls like that. It's easy to steer. Um, yeah, the button mapping is phenomenal um, uh, as far as steering the ship and, and um, it being very easily just to pick up and play. Um, so, yeah, you'll, you'll pick it up really fast. It's, it's very simple, especially they stick to the same control scheme uh, they use for Black Flag with, of course, maybe some new additions. Um, but, no, it's, it's very seamless. It's very easy. Right. Uh, one other question. So one thing I loved about Black Flag, because I did play it, and it was amazing. And FYI, if you're excited about Skull and Bones, I urge you, purchase Black Flag play it i think it's like what probably 10 bucks on the yeah. psn right now like it's probably like a 9.99 game not that that's ever mattered for Corey, ever <laughs> stacks on stacks on ever. stacks <laughs> one Corey got dollar bills two Corey don't play games he's not interested in period truth yeah so if you haven't played black flag please go play it because if you're excited about skull and bones now you will be even more excited but so one thing I loved about Black Flag was the whenever you boarded a ship to raid it. And I see in Skull and Bones in one of the videos, they had that. But it seemed more like a cinematic aspect and not actually like a one-on-one -on -one battle once you got on the ship. Have you read anything about that? Is it just going to be like, oh, you have taken the ship? Or is there going to be like a element to where you take over a character? Maybe it's the captain or anything mm -hmm. like that? Um, no, for, for now, what I've seen so far, no, there's not a lot of information on that. As far as those, the, you know, those meat and potato um, aspects, as far as the game, as far as how that progression system works, right. you know, how you're obtaining materials to upgrade your own ship. Um, they've been kind of mum on that so far. So like I said, hopefully a lot of those answers will be answered at E3. Um, I'm hoping that um, it's a good progression system. Um, I think, you, and hopefully they stay clear of loot boxes. Um, that's something that's, I... I I'm sure we all can agree on that. You know, Battlefield Two Ubisoft, win they're going to be loot boxes. Yeah. yeah, but you say that Rainbow Six doesn't have loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, well, but you can buy skins. You can pay to win. And yeah, but you can also earn in-game credits. Truth. 
Yeah, I think I know for you want to stay away from microtransactions too. I mean, I know at some point it's inevitable, but I mean, at least do it to where it's more so for like, you know, aesthetic things. That's going to give you an edge. You know, I I want to be earning that booty out there. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. If I can't scream out fixed bayonets and charge these rascalians, I don't know that I'm going to play it. Well, you can you you can yell whatever you want to. I just don't know if it's actually going to do anything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. In true Ubisoft yeah. fashion, you know that there's going to be crazy skins for your ships from like the Division and Assassin's Creed and all that. You just know they're going to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, little, that's a little disappointing. They shouldn't allow you to add some crazy, stupid boat skin. It should stay a wooden ship. I mean, like it's still going to be wooden. You can paint. You ever heard of paint? (laughs) (laughs) They had it back then. This is true. Lots of things. But I mean, like, I would be totally down with like a ship that was like all black. I'm okay. Corey, we get we forget Corey's Corey's got fat stacks, so he has everything gold plated. True. Gold plated ships. All gold, everything. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay. So uh we've kind of gone through everybody. I guess I'm I still haven't given you guys mine. So let me jump into mine now. Mine's been a little controversial. Tanner said he liked it, but he's so far, he's like the only one that's been jazzed up about it. So I'm going to have to kind of sell it to you here. What if I could sell you on a movie that was both, that was all three elements of Bicentennial Man starring Robin Williams? Terrible movie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Come on now. Whoa. Debatable. It's a good Robocop. Great movie. Mediocre movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wow. And Terminator. Okay. Solid. All three. Solid movie. All three solid movies. I don't care what y'all say. All good. So I'm talking about Detroit Become Human. Okay. So in Detroit Become Human, one thing that Corey said about it earlier today that really stuck out as he said, it seemed like very political. I'm not going to argue that. There's probably definitely going to be some political undertones. So Quantic Dream's making it. They were the same company that made uh, Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy, as you may know it. Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, uh, all good games. Love, love TKO. Never not as bad as Corey. That's true. Uh, if if I was gonna suggest you start on any of them, please start with probably heavy rain i think that at this point in time we, we've gotten to a point in society where if the graphics are too terrible it's really tough to get through uh not that indigo prophecies graphics are bad it's just you know it was a ps2 game it's going to be a struggle to get through heavy rain was amazing with the exception of the father yelling sean like seven million times uh, which is something that i i will touch on here in a second if i have to listen to that dad yell the kid's name one more time uh, man yeah, he was on it. So, but I'm really excited about this game. Right off the bat, if you watch any of the trailers for it, the cinematics on it. Okay. I know every game today is going to have great cinema. Like every single one's going to, the trailer, the slices, everything we're looking at are going to look next level. But this game, it's it's seamless. You go from a cutscene into the game and there's no change in graphics zero it is on in a word flawless for me i i when i was watching the trailers a big one for me is if you go back and watch the one about the hostage negotiator so there's three different characters there's Kara, who's sort of like this maid character by centennial man there's connor who's an android detective robocop then there's marcus who's this rebel of sort of the sentient 
robots. Uh, he's he would represent like a Skynet, but flipped on its head, where it's like a positive Skynet. Uh, anyway, so there's a trailer where Connor is he's the hostage negotiator. He's going in and he's trying to rescue this girl from one of the other sentient robots. And just right off the bat, you're watching him in the elevator roll up. And one thing about quantum dream, they always have these sequences that are kind of out there. It's him like playing with this quarter, right? When he's in the elevator. And I'm just like, I didn't really need this sequence, but he's like throwing it back and forth between his hands, go and watch it. It's crazy. But they roll up, the elevator doors open and the level starts, but there's no difference in graphics. Everything rolls out. Everything's seamless. Everything looks beautiful. Uh, you roll in, you start the investigation. I also love how the text, it, it's the treatment of the text within the game to prompt you as a player to what to do is not given that video game style look where it's like pops up with like a border. It's seamless within the game. It's got a very cinematic experience. I did look now, yeah, I mean, it looks so clean. Now I will say, speaking on cinematic experience, and we talked about earlier, a game you should play by Chronic Dreams, Heavy Rain. I've, I've watched... Beyond Two Souls, which is, I feel like, the consensus of most gamers that played that game is that it was less about playing it and more about watching it. It was a cinematic yeah. experience, but it's almost like I would have rather just had a two-hour version of it instead of an eight-hour version. So I'm really... good. Yeah, I mean, it's a great story, but I'm really, really hoping with this one they don't hit that pitfall. I don't think they will. It looks like they've got it really planned out really well, and I love games that are non-linear like this, uh, but... You know, just in watching the trailers, one thing back to the Connor trailer that I loved. So I loved the way the text treatment works. I love the graphics. Everybody's going to love the graphics. It looks phenomenal. It was uh, yeah, it, it was amazing. But another thing is they talked about how you can kind of go through the whole scene, investigate it, and use this sort of detective mode like they have in Batman. Corey, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. But in Batman, <laughs> they, <laughs> they had a detective mode in Heavy Rain. Did they? Okay. Well, right? Didn't they? The they did. Guy? They did. Yeah, yeah. They, he did. He did. He had those glasses that he wore. So, spoiler alert. Right. Yeah. The detective mode pops up. And I love that. But me, this is a me thing again. Love it, but also hate it because I know me. I'm going to play every single one of those levels and spend 45 minutes <laughs> looking for looking for every single clue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I really hope. And if you watch this trailer, you'll see what I'm talking about. I really hope for two things. One, I hope that they give me a time limit. Part of me wants a time limit. The other part of me doesn't. But I hope they give me a time limit. Two, I really hope that the voice actors of the guy outside who's yelling, I'll jump, recorded more than just that one line. Because right. if I have to hear him say, I mean it, I'll jump, 10 times, I'm going to go outside and be like, do it. Do it, bro. Because I'm in here trying to figure out what you did in here. So go ahead and jump because I, got, I ain't got time for it. Okay, so they better give me a time limit or he better not say that same thing 10 million times. Because even in the trailer, I could hear him say it like three or four times. Get back. I'm stoked on it because I think it'll be from the trailer. To me, it seems like they sped it up a little bit, but I feel like it's going to be because he is an AI that it's not going to be a real time when you're investigating like. Time's right. going to slow down. I, I'm, I'm stoked on the game, too. I'm with you. I think it's going to be legitimately awesome. I love yeah. the, the Go ahead. 
I was going to say, um, I'm really excited for the replayability of the game. Um, I know there's a lot of arching storylines you can go through as far as it's based on the decision that you make within the game. Mm-hmm. So there's countless of choices. So I can imagine you can play through the game multiple times and receive multiple innates, if I'm correct. Right. I was actually going to touch on that, too, for the fact that your decisions actually matter as far as if your character actually lives. Like, you can actually kill your character off if you don't pay attention to what you're doing. Right, right. And I think that'd be cool to play into, like, what Caleb was saying is that time limit factor of, okay, you kind of have to think a little bit quicker. And mm-hmm. with that, you can make more mistakes and end up killing the little girl like what happened in the trailer. Well, and I know that when it prompts you, like a question, and you have to select one, I know there's a time limit on that. I know when you're interacting with a character, I know a time limit's going to exist. My thing is that, so have you guys seen the Connor demo trailer that I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in that one, when he's exploring the room, though, when he's inside the living room and he's looking at the body and he's looking at all the investigative stuff, there's no time limit in there. And that's the room that I need a time limit in. I don't necessarily, again, it goes back. It's an internal struggle. I don't need one. And there's going to be a lot of people that you're going to get trophies for exploring everything. I also know that the amount of clues you find helps with the probability of success when you're dealing with the Android outside. And I know that's going to continue over in multiple facets of the game. But I also, for me, I like that sort of, because it's already very tense. Every trailer that I've watched, with the exception of Marcus, every single one has that super tense moment where you're like man this is this is really bearing down on you there's a lot happening i'm hoping they continue that tension by making it where you're on a timeline whenever you're doing the hostage negotiation later on the game now to brian's point though brian makes a very good point because you are an android and an ai it very well could be that time slows down uh, that's just one of those things where I really like to hope that I hope that they build the tension by making it timed, but we'll we'll have to see. You know, the real question is their robo romance. Ooh, I saw that. I saw that they have human feels. <laughs> In more than one ways, yeah. That's right. Human feels, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited about it. You know, I've watched almost all the trailers for it, and. So have you guys seen all three trailers that they did? I haven't no, seen all I just watched the comment. I've seen two of them. Two of them. Which which two did you watch, Brandon? Um, I saw the one with uh, um, the hostage negotiator um, on the rooftop. Um, and actually, the second one was in the trailer. I apologize. The second one was the gameplay footage they had. Um, of, like They had that riot like in a department store. or Oh, right. The Marcus one? Yeah, the Marcus one. Yeah, I saw that right. one. Yeah. Man, so none of y'all watched the Kara one? No, is that where she? Yeah, is the one where she escapes. Yeah, the domestic abuse one. Yeah, I didn't get to watch. Man, that. that one's deep. You don't need to watch that one. That one looks good. I'm really interested to see how they tie all three characters together. Beside the fact that they're all androids, I get that. But you know, at the end of every episode, it's like this is our story, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, how do they all work together? It's, because it's in the title, they're in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. And I wonder if the lions are they all android now? It have to be. <laughs> like, is it? I mean, they want to win, so I think yeah. they win a Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah, it'd be a first for sure. First Android and the first win for the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. No, yeah. So, uh, I'm excited for that one. I think we all kind of are, and I mean, 
one thing I do hate about that game, because I will be honest, there's certain aspects of it I hate. I, I, I'm enjoying the fact that it's going to be cinematic. It's probably going to be an amazing story. They typically are. But I'm not a big fan of button prompt games. Um, I, I say this as someone who's a huge fan of button prompt games, because I just talked about how I love Heavy Rain and Indigo Prophecy, and they're two games that I love. But the button prompting aspect of the game, I'm like, man, I wish there was a better treatment. But I suppose when you have these non-linear games like this, there's no other way to handle it. Well, it does make you feel less involved in the game when you're just mashing prompts. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't evoke an emotional response. Now, the storytelling, you know, like you said, these these developers for the, for this company are really good at storytelling. So, I don't know. I'm with you. It's kind of like a toss up in the air is do we want to lose what is tried and true for these games that this company puts out that we love um, or do we want them to change the pacing of how they do things and maybe lose a little bit of the storytelling right right well moving on I, I think that looks like a great game I have one other game I want to talk about and I know we didn't really bring it up but that's because I was dumbfounded dumbfounded that nobody wanted to talk about Days Gone okay no like I don't know if you guys have watched the trailer for it. I had lunch with Corey today and Corey wasn't excited about it. Y'all. I told you he's my second choice. I'm surprised. Surprised. Corey was not, was not excited about a video game. <laughs> we talked about it and I urged him who here has seen at least the E3 like gameplay trailer. It's going to be sick. I did see the gameplay sick. trailer. I thought it looked interesting. Again, I, have. I just see don't a delay know. coming. I haven't watched enough, I guess, really to figure out everything I've seen has just been a horde of zombies chasing. Right. That's exactly it. I'm tired of zombies. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, the zombie stuff, you know. Corey, you're tired of video games. It's going to offer more than just a horde of zombies chasing me. And I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't watched anything else or gone and tried to look for anything else. Just what I've come across so far. That's it. So I haven't really gotten too excited about it. Well, what more do you need? A little closer than I probably will. Okay, but. so so Caleb, he he threw me under the bus there. I wasn't excited. I'm not, I'm not excited about zombies. The zombies are just they're just we're done with zombies, guys. Stop making games with zombies. Um, but it's not but, just zombies. No, I know it's not just zombies. It's a mix of zombies and the division. But but before anybody interrupts me, this game looks awesome. This game looks awesome for all the different reasons that the division sucked. Um, there are different factions that are going on and you have to fight off all these different things. And the zombies, from what I can tell, they're not really so much, uh, you're not worried about the zombies as much as, as you are the other people in the game. The zombies are kind of your afterthought stuff, which you do have to fight them off. There are those massive scenes of hordes of zombies running, but at some point you can almost use the zombies as a weapon. Now, the things that really blew me away about the game are the way the scenes change day or night um there was this there was a scene i watched where it was snowing and at first when it, it was had just started snowing there wasn't hardly any snow on the ground and after several several minutes of it going on it was like it was a winter wonderland i hate to say that about a game of zombies but there was snow everywhere i mean like there was snow everywhere and it was like you could see his foot tracks all of a sudden it was just like his in complete environment 
was was altered and then they the one of the factions that he and i watched two different trailers the same gameplay of the same exact stuff one he went during the daytime and they're all just kind of mealing around having this like fight club type thing going on then they went back and they did it in the snow and at night and they have these massive bonfires going on. so the game was completely different not to mention the trailer has this massive awesome looking bear um looks oh, really man. intense the bear is intense yeah if you guys haven't seen the seven minute e3 gameplay trailer it's about seven and a half minutes find that one find that yeah. specific one it starts with him on a motorcycle and ends with this bear sequence that i'll be honest i thought the game looked really cool i also me and core talked about this i love the brutality of it i'm not gonna give too oh, much yeah. yeah 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 like go watch it because it, there's a scene where he gets into a fist fight and it is just it's no joke like it's not like you're a lot of times in games it's like this two-on-one these guys grab him it's like let's get him and they start this fight sequence dude doesn't play around just pulls a knife out kills them both instantly basically and it was like whoa like you just don't see that coming the brutality in it was out Standing. I hate to say that about brutality, but I mean, let's be honest, we're playing a game. We're all kind of excited about it. So anyway, the sequence is amazing. And then they go, he rescues his friend. I'm not going to give too much away here. And there's this bear shows up. And it, for me, I wasn't expecting it the first time I saw the trailer. But when you get that bear sequence and the bear starts roaring and it ends there, spoiler alert, but go watch it. It is, oh God, it looks so cool. I cannot wait for Days Gone. I was really surprised no one picked it. It's well, gonna be it's gonna be a top five game for sure. Easily. The the reason it was my second choice was just because it's been so long since Red Dead Redemption. But the the trailer that hooked me on this game, and it's gonna be I'm gonna buy it no matter what. Like I will, you know, sell a kid to get this game. <laughs> Zombies. But uh is the the trailer where first scene is him riding his motorcycle and he gets clotheslined and killed by these you know. right right and then the second one's the same scene but he scouts ahead and can see the line and kind of you know sneaks around so the fact that there's these different ways that you can attack these scenarios and that it's not just about somebody's the fact that there's this whole post-apocalyptic you know scenario like it's 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 a walking dead game that we've been waiting for right no 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 it is not a Walking Dead game. It's better than The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is terrible. That franchise is dead. They need to stop making it. Well, it seems like it's still moving. I, I, I was going to say, I love zombies, man. So <laughs> this, is, this is the game we've been waiting for out of all these zombie games. I think this is the one we've been waiting for. That's true. No. Well, <laughs> either way. It's like a step in the right direction from, for zombie games for me. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I'm kind of over the whole... I, I agree that they needed to bring the human aspect into it, sort of like Corey's talking about with the factions. But I will say, I know Corey discredited it, but it does, in a sense, feel like a Walking Dead situation because, let's be honest, in Walking Dead, and how many seasons have the zombies even been a factor? But we're not going to get into that. I, I think that uh, I think the game's going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. I think we all made a lot of solid choices for 2018. We're skipping over a few of sports games. Obviously, Madden's going to come out. FIFA's going to come out, and I'm never buying it again because FIFA 2018 is a travesty. <laughs> it is awesome. It's the worst game ever made. I think Corey likes I'm, it. I might switch to pass because it's the best FIFA yet. Oh, yeah. The best <laughs> FIFA yet. Uh, 
Either UFC way, looks good. Was, yeah, I think UFC looks awesome. I watched a like a 50 minute video on that today, and I'm just a huge UFC nerd though. I love I love playing that game. But anyway, fellas, it was good talking to y'all today. I'm excited about 2018. Excited to play with y'all. Till next time.